It's all about being able to do this job and not burn out, not feel that overwhelm, to be able to feel confident that you're supported and that you have those people behind you. And it's kind of a shout out to them as well. You know who you are. The next level group was totally there for me. My coaching group, you were totally there for me. And my VAs were totally there for me as well. So in a way, this is also a thank you to you guys for being there for me this August. Who was there for you this September, October, November, December? How are you getting your systems in place? What support do you need apart from listening to the podcast, which I love you doing? I'm so pleased you're here with me and I'm so pleased that I can keep supporting you. But how can I support you even more in practice? Let me know. Mentoring with Geraldine is a bite-sized practitioner podcast for naturopaths, nutritionists, herbalists, coaches, and practitioners. This podcast responds directly to the needs of you, the practicing natural therapist. We have interviews during the holiday season and business and mindset support each week, so you'll get the variety you need to enjoy and stay motivated in your practice. Don't forget to subscribe to receive the weekly episodes And if you want to connect with me, always check the show notes because that's where you'll find the links to book appointments and of course to join the Academy, the membership group where there's constant connection and community with like-minded practitioners. Now, let's get started. Hello everyone and welcome to Mentoring with Geraldine and the Bite Size Podcast. How the devil are you? We've just had August. You were there with me, hopefully, and you've participated in the two podcasts per fortnight and the activities. Now, I know a number of you downloaded the workbook that went with that. That's easy to find. It's on the front page of my Podia site, so GeraldineHeadley.com. I think you need the dub-dub in front of that. Now, what are we going to talk about today? Well, I have had a really full-on August and I wanted to talk to you about organization, content, being prepared and my bit of a, it's been a full-on month. Some of you may know who follow me on social media that I had to rush to New Zealand at the beginning of August. I was meant to go over mid-August to present at the NMHNZ conference, which I still presented at. But I ended up going two weeks early and it was a real rush. I had a phone call in the morning. My mother had fallen and my brother-in-law had phoned me. My sister was headed up north to where she lived to hospital and I flew over on the next flight that evening. So, of course, I had to pack and get ready and go. Thankfully, because I knew I was away for a fortnight in the middle of August, I'd actually batched all of my podcast content for August because I wanted it to flow for you guys. I wanted you to have that workbook and that content ready to go so that you could hoe in all of August and be working steadily through it or just listening and getting ideas. You don't have to get the workbook, obviously. So I raced off to New Zealand. So I was really grateful that I had batched and I'd done everything, whereas this is being edited and it's going out in like a day. It's going out in like 24 hours. So this isn't the way I like to work with my podcast. I really like to plan in advance. Gratefully, this one is the start of September. So of course, this one is the kind of what have you been up to? What have you been doing? How has your month gone? But because it's the first one in September, 
we're also almost heading into quarter four of the year. So had a really been a good podcast August, a lousy August when I think emotionally because I was in New Zealand. I spent a week in hospital with my mother and then I had to move her into a nursing home. I then had to empty her house of all its contents and get rid of stuff and move stuff to another house and then move her into a nursing home. So I was full on for the month and then I presented at a conference and then I presented at South Pacific College in Auckland. So August for me was massive and coming back down from that is quite hard. I'm quite anxious at the moment. I'm quite stressed at the moment and I feel that I need to tell you guys this because you will feel like this too about things that go on in your life and stuff that's happening with you and then trying to go to work and run your business. So I'm still doing all the things. I've taken on a new 90-day client. I only ever have four at one time so that I can really give my all to those people so that they can advance their business and do what they want to do with that one-to-one coaching. I've taken on new people doing that. I've not opened the Graduate Mastery Program as I said I wouldn't because, of course, October, I'm going to be away. I'm going to be in Europe because my husband is running the Amsterdam Marathon. He's got a conference to go to. So, I mean, that's been planned a year. I plan everything out a year in advance. But then you're going, oh, I'm neurodiverse. I don't do any planning. I'm pretty neurodiverse as well. I think we all, I think to run your own business, you have to be a bit neurodiverse in your own way. I have a level of dyslexia, for example. We've got severe dyslexia all through the family. And so that comes out in different ways in the way I work. Autocorrect can be my greatest friend, but also can be my greatest enemy because I look at it and I think that isn't the right word, but I can't figure out why it's wrong, for example. I can't remember certain things, people's names I can't remember. So I have challenges just like you have challenges, but I've been doing the job longer. (laughs) That is kind of the bit that gets me ahead of you is that I've been in healthcare for 30 years. And that means that I've got a wealth of information and knowledge behind me. So I know I have to plan in advance, but I've always planned. Think about it. You plan your holidays, don't you? Unless you are just you and everything's all organized, you pretty much look at your diary and go, I can't have a holiday for X length of time. I can't, I mean, I could go away for a weekend or something, but I can't have a holiday. I can't take time out until this time in the future for whatever reason. So if you've got children, it's school holidays. So you know it's going to happen. You're planning that holiday. You're, if you're going overseas, you're buying the airfares soon so that they're cheaper. All of those things, all that organization happens. But what organization is happening in your business? How organized would you be if, like me, you got that phone call that said, leave the country, drop everything, come here and do all of these things instead? I mean, my sister was there. I wasn't by myself. She took the heaviest burden. She did all of the paperwork. She did a lot of those other things that I had nothing to do with. I was doing all the physical labor, I guess. So I wasn't by myself, but I still had to do all of those things. And how would your business go were you to drop everything and head off? What would happen? So my clients, I still had to have a client day when I was in New Zealand. My mentees, I actually moved them. I didn't have 
the emotional resources to work with my mentees because I wanted the very best for them. So I was still in contact on Messenger. I still did all of the things I was meant to do, but some of the things had to be postponed because I wanted to give them my best. I'm not saying I didn't give my best to my clients. I totally did, but it was in a very different way with a client. It's very structured. I just find it different. So the few clients that I had, I still saw them, but I did move them so they were all together. So what would happen with you? How would you go if you got that phone call, you have to leave your business? Would it be a problem? It's not the first time I've had that phone call. I had another phone. My father died. I had to leave. I was. I managed to get an earlier flight on that occasion. And as I was driving to the airport, I was cancelling and rearranging and doing all the things. This time I had until 3 p.m. to get everything done. So I had a lot more time. And there's a lot more resources now. Everybody's online. It was a lot easier to change things than it was seven years ago, eight years ago. When my father died, everything really was. People would come and see me. I had a different booking system. So things were different. Things were a bit harder. But what would happen with you? And so that's what I'd like you to think about this September because we're heading into quarter four. And as we head into quarter four, we have to think about what our goals are going to be. We not only have to think about how has this quarter gone, like what's happened in this in quarter three, how did I go financially, how did I go emotionally, how did I go maybe my other job as well as in my business, what's going on for me. It's a good idea to be looking back over this quarter because at the end of quarter four, you'll be looking over at the quarter of quarter four, you'll be looking over at the half year and you'll be looking over at the whole year. It's not the financial year, but it is a whole year I always think it's a whole year because I've worked with families and women with children. So I tend to get July off, take intentionally July off now because I know all my clients are away. Over the summer holiday we have here in Australia and in New Zealand, that's when the end of school year finishes in November, beginning of December. And that's when they have their long holiday. So I don't see as many clients. So for me, although the financial year is, you know, June, that's not my psychological end of year, which is January to December, or more likely beginning of February to first week of December. What has happened in that year? So here we are in quarter three. Here we are towards the end of quarter three. And we have to set those goals for quarter four. And we one of the things when we're goal setting is what would we do if we got the phone call and we had to leave? What systems are in place to support us during this? Now, I dropped lots of things. Nobody got their emails on a Friday. They didn't go out. I decided I'm not doing that. The other thing I didn't do were my lives into strictly education and support. I do a weekly live into there and I didn't do that. That had to give as well. So I knew what was going to give. And I email, the last email that went out, the automated email, I said, I'm in New Zealand. It's not going to happen. I said on Facebook, hi, I can't come on. This isn't going to happen. I haven't brought everything with me that I need and I'm not in the headspace for it. My VA stepped into the breach. She was posting about the podcast. She was posting for me. My other VA was posting for me. So I had people who could step into the breach. What's going to happen with you in the same situation where you get the phone call, drop everything, you've got to come and do this? I was away for all of August, basically, unintentionally. August is not a month when I'm away. August is a month when I'm at home working. When I'm at home, nose to the grindstone, thinking about the month 
the people, but heading also into the end of the year, I'm beginning to think forward about next year, thinking about what am I going to do in quarter four? How am I going to promote my business in quarter four? What is going to change in quarter four? What's different? Currently, my website is down. It's basically being held hostage by the host at the moment. So that's crashed while I was away. A number of things have crashed and dropped. And I have to be emotionally and mentally and business-wise in control of all of these things and cope with them and not let them cause me anxiety. Go, well, my website's down. That's life. But that's actually okay because Google My Business will pick up the slack because I'm active on Google My Business because it's there. It could totally just be my website. I really don't actually need my website. And that's a lot of the things about having our business. Have we got these systems in place? So before you head into quarter four, before you start looking ahead at quarter four, I want you to really think, look, this happened to Geraldine. It could happen to me anytime. Am I ready? Do I have these systems in place? Do I have my autoresponders in place? I don't autorespond because I love actually responding to everybody's emails. So I don't have an autoresponder for emails in place. And yet I have the auto responses for everyone in the academy. Like this is what you need to write for your autoresponders. This is what you need for your funnels. These are the emails that you want to use for all of these different scenarios. Interesting, hey? I don't necessarily use them, but I have them for other people who don't enjoy email as much as I do. I hate blogging, but I like emails. Short, sweet, just a little bit like texting for me, you know, a little bit like Messenger. I enjoy them as well. I feel it's like a direct connection. So I get in there and I chat so I don't need the autoresponder. But what are your systems? Are those systems in place? I know I bang on about systems and you might be thinking, you've talked about this before, Geraldine. But hopefully on this podcast, I've really related it back to what happened to me in August. And it's made you hopefully think about your systems and what's coming up for you in a different way, in a different light to make you consider it. We see things all the time. They're in a box, they're in a square. And then sometimes we need a circle or sometimes it's a circle and sometimes we need that square. The mountains in front of us, how do we walk around it? How do we walk over it? Do we really have to go through it? That's going to be the hardest path. Your challenge, should you choose to accept it, is to connect with me, to email me, to say hi, to tell me what's going on with you. You can book in a focus call with me. I love focus calls. I ring you. It's not a Zoom. It's a phone call. So it means I can be anywhere and I can ring you. I can find out what's going on with you and we can connect. I have lots of Zoom connection with people in groups for the people that I saw at the NZ in in MHNZ, I always get the letters muddled. The letters muddled. There's two associations in New Zealand. They both have really similar letters. This is not my fault, right? But those people that I had the session with, you know, I'm having a follow-up with them, even though, you know, they're at a conference. I didn't get paid to be speaking at the conference. I paid for myself to go over. I paid for everything for myself. I didn't pay for the post-it notes I used. They paid for those. But it's all about connection. It's all about systems. It's all about being able to do this job and not burn out, not feel that overwhelm, 
to be able to feel confident that you're supported and that you have those people behind you. Like I knew I had my VAs, I had my family, I had my business buddies behind me in August supporting me. And it's kind of a shout out to them as well. You know who you are. The Next Level group was totally there for me. My coaching group, you were totally there for me. And my VAs were totally there for me as well. So in a way, this is also a thank you to you guys for being there for me this August. Who was there for you this September, October, November, December? How are you getting your systems in place? What support do you need apart from listening to the podcast, which I love you doing? I'm so pleased you're here with me and I'm so pleased that I can keep supporting you. But how can I support you even more in practice? Let me know. So it's been great. If you've enjoyed today, please do the five-star review thing. Please subscribe. Please download. And please let me know what's going on with you. Have an absolutely brilliant rest of day and do think about those systems. Until next time, I look forward to it. Thanks so much for joining me today. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe to the podcast for the weekly episodes. If you'd like even more support and learning, then the Academy is for you. Here you'll find part two of the herbal discussions, more clinical learning and case studies to support your clients in practice. Bye for now.